0: Good afternoon it is or oh, good morning good evening depending on where you are in the world. It is Saturday, October the 12th, 2019, and I welcome you to another edition of the Jamel Sanders show. It seems like it's been a little while since I was with you, but I hope that you're doing great that you are uh, moving forward and manifesting your purpose and doing what you were created and destined to do. So thank you for taking time out of your life, your day, your schedule to be with me here today and join me for another edition of the Jamel Sanders Show. I want to, first of all, take a moment and welcome my Apple Podcast. Stitcher, and Spotify Uh, family. I thank you so much for taking the time today to join me and to tune in uh, to a new edition of the Jamel Sanders Show. It is so great to see this podcast, expanding onto more platforms and giving me the opportunity to share the message of empowerment with more people around the world. So thank you so much for um, tuning in and being a part. The Jamel Sanders Show is so much more than a show. It is a platform that we have created to empower individuals to fulfill purpose and maximize their greatest potential. And every week through intriguing conversations and inspiring guests, we want to help you live your greatest life every single day. So I thank you uh, for taking this time to be with me today. I believe that something that is shared with you is going to empower you to take your life to the next level and to realize your potential uh, at the next level in the next season of your life. So thank you again for joining me and being a part of the show I believe this is going to be a really, really good one today, so I hope that you'll stay tuned. I invite you to connect with me beyond this podcast. You can connect at www.jamelsanders.com, and there you'll find out more information about me and the work that I do around the world. You can also join our mailing list right there on our homepage of the website. I encourage you to check out our social media links. All of our links to all of our platforms are right there on the website at JanelleSanders.com. And I also encourage you um, to check out my books. My latest book is Upgrade Your Mind, Harnessing the Power of Thought to Change Your Life. It is a phenomenal book. geared around empowering individuals to think at the next level. There is a philosophy and a concept called a paradigm shift, and I started teaching this years ago, and you know, when I first introduced this concept of the paradigm shift, a lot of people were kind of bewildered. They didn't quite understand it, but it has caught on and more people are understanding the revolutionary power of a paradigm shift. In in ultimate words, it is a shifting of your thinking that changes the trajectory of your life. And so this book delves into uprooting toxic thoughts, replacing toxic thoughts with Uh, intentional possibility thoughts in your life and how to unleash the power of your mind, your imagination to create the life of success and prosperity you want. This book has changed so many people's lives and it continues to be um, a classic to people around the world so you can get it wherever books are sold. I hope you'll stay connected over the next few weeks. I'm going to be announcing a brand-new book club selection, and we're going to be making some big announcements on some new things that are in the works here at Jamel Sanders International. So what I want to do, I want to take a very, very quick break, and we're going to come right back and get into our topic here on the Jamel Sanders Show. We'll be right back. back. Now, we're talking today about um, nourishing your soul. I think this is such a very, very important conversation that we don't focus enough on in, in the world today, and so I hope that you'll really listen and just be attentive and that it, it benefits you in some type of way. Um, one of the the reasons that the Jamel Sanders show went away for a while And I took a hiatus for a couple of years is because, uh, first of all, of course, I was making some changes and adjustments in my life, but at the same time, um, there was this great element of burnout that was taking place in my life at the time. And, you know, my assistant and advisors and different individuals were telling me that you need to take some time for Jamel and just do what's best for you in that moment. And so, you know, it was a difficult decision. It was a hard decision because uh, we had so much momentum behind the podcast and different projects and initiatives that we were working on. But I needed to step away, and I needed to do what I call a reset and refocus um, in that season of my life. And I think that we're living in a time in an era where – there's so much shame and you'll know, condemnation around um this whole concept of self-care and taking care of yourself and making sure that you are showing up in the world as the best possible version or as I say expression of yourself in your life and in your generation. And so um, I feel like there's this big stigma around it. But what we have to do is we have to get back to nourishing our souls. And when I'm talking about nourishing your soul, this is also dealing with your spirit, man. It's dealing with the real you. You know, there is this soma, which is your physical body that we see. And then there is the numa part of you, that is the spiritual component of who you are. And that is the part that we cannot see, but that is the part of you that is the most real. Your spirit is the essence of who you are. And we put so much emphasis on the superficial parts of our lives, but we leave out the spirit, the soul, the very important core of who we are as an individual. And I think that we have to get back to taking care of the real us, not just putting on nice cologne or perfume or jewelry or a Louis Vuitton outfit or something on the outside that we think makes us who we are, but that we are neglecting what's happening in our inner world. And I cannot tell you How many times over the years I've spoken with individuals from all walks of life, even people in very high places that are really dealing with this whole identity crisis and inferiority complex on the inside, that there's a lot of superfluous things that we do externally to try to... Um, prove our worth and value and who we are as an individual. But so many people are neglecting the inner world. And people will tell you that have worked with me over the years. I put a lot of emphasis on your inner world because your inner world is your true life. It is your authentic self. It is who you really are. It is when we get down to the nuts and the bolts and the crannies of who you are as an individual, that is who you are. And I think that's the part of us that we neglect so often on the journey. And what I have learned is that when a person is not nourishing the soul, there is a neglect that takes place. And what we do is we begin to negotiate Um, our spiritual contract of our lives in other places. And so we get consumed with various tasks and activities and assignments and projects and all kinds of things because whatever we are not nourishing becomes numb in our lives. And so what happens is the soul, the spiritual part of us becomes numb And we lose that sensitivity and that preceptivity to the true essence of who we are, and we begin to look for external forces and things to bring us that sense of relief, that sense of fulfillment, that sense of satisfaction in our lives. And so part of the work I do around the world is helping people get their inner lives right. I always tell people that you cannot show up in the world as your best self with a broken soul and what we have is a lot of individuals that are saying they're living their best life and they're showing up as their best self but the soul is broken and so we have to begin to deal with what I call those defects and inadequacies uh, that get in the way of us manifesting our true greatness and potential in the world and so what I always tell people when they come to me is I don't want you to mount a platform that you're not prepared for. I don't want you to take a stage that you don't have the standards to sustain you on that platform in that stage. And so the only way that that happens is that you have to do the inner work. The reason we see such a moral decline and ethical decay in the world today is because people have not taken the time to do the inner work. In my book, Chosen Strategies for Revolutionary Leadership, I talk about the leadership challenge and crises that we're facing in the world. We don't have a lack of leadership in the world. What we have is a lack of individuals that are willing to be developed to reach their full potential as leaders in the world. We all have the seed of greatness. We all have the seed of potential, but potentiality has to be cultivated, and when you do not cultivate potential, it begins to uh, become detrimental to your destiny and the fulfillment of what you were created and destined to do, and so what happens, we get excited about our potential, but potential without process becomes parasitic, and so we create parasitic leaders that begin to impart that DNA And then we see the perversion and the pollution of the structures and the anchors and the pillars that make leadership great and effective in the world. And so what has to happen, we have to begin to address this inner world and this inner life. And how do we do that? You know, it sounds good, it sounds like a, a, a cute statement, but how do you begin to address the inner world of your life? I believe that the first thing that you have to do in addressing um the inner world of your life is you have to establish and set what the spiritual contract of your life is going to look like. That means that you have to define what your values are, what your principles are, what your standards are, what the priorities of your life are because I have under, I have established in my life that if you do not set strong convictions in place, compromise is inevitable. Write that down. If you don't set strong convictions in place in your life, compromise is inevitable. And we can compromise on the methodology of how things are done, but we cannot compromise on the moral fabric of our lives. And when you see people compromising the moral fabric of their lives, it begins to indicate to me that a person never established what their um, spiritual and soul constitution for their life really is. And so you have to have a heart-to-heart with yourself. You have to ask yourself some um, very deep and intriguing and personal questions about what your values are, what your principles are, uh, what what are non-negotiables in your life that you're not willing to compromise or change regardless of – what presents itself to you. And so as you get clear about those things and those priorities in your life, it begins to bring this level of clarity and it helps you to begin to do this work and this process of establishing uh, what your inner world is going to look like. So once we have laid that groundwork of what our values and core principles and uh, ideologies and convictions that anchor our life are, the next thing you have to do after you have established the anchors is you have to have reinforcement of the anchors. In other words, it's not enough for us to write down or mentally note what our values and principles and convictions are. Now we have to begin to become soul engineers, and we have to begin to architect our lives and engineer our lives in such a way that our lives becomes a construct of those convictions and core principles that we have put in motion. See, a lot of people say, I have these principles, I have these values, I have these convictions, but they never move to this next phase of reinforcing what those things are in their lives. And I have established and I have come to the realization of whatever you are not clear about in your life, becomes an area of compromise and an area of corrosion. So it's not enough for us to just make a mental note or to write something down. We have to reinforce what those principles and pillars are in our lives so that we stay on track. And one of the reasons that reinforcement is so vitally important is because what you do not reinforce um, that those things in your life Um, begin to become less clear. It becomes more um, of a free zone. It becomes less structured, less organized, less strategic. Why? Because you have not reinforced that thing. And so uh, what we don't reinforce and put in place is not going to last very long in our lives. And so the reason that so many people's foundations begins to break down and fall apart in their lives is because they've not reinforced what they say they believe. It's one thing to believe a thing. It's another thing to reinforce what you believe. And reinforcement of what you believe gives you retention of what you believe. And when there's reinforcement and retention, there are results that are produced in your life and there are safeguards that are put in place in your life ensuring that you are staying In the motion of what it is that you're endeavoring to do. So let me try to unpackage this a little more. We establish that our true essence of who we are is our soul, it is our spirit, it is the core of who we are as an individual. The scripture said that out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. We also see in scripture that out of the heart flow the forces, one translation says, of life. So your heart is not just the organ that pumps the blood. It is the epicenter of your life. And everything about your life flows from your heart. And so if I wanted to contaminate the harvest of your life, all I have to do is corrupt your heart. And so what we have to do, as the scriptures say, is to guard our hearts with all diligence because out of it flows the forces of life. You have to guard your heart. And the only way that you guard your heart is by getting clear about what your principles, your values, your priorities, your standards are, the non-negotiables in your life, what you're not willing to compromise or change. That's how you protect your heart. You also protect your heart by realizing that we have two responses to life. And we can either have faith or fear. And over the years, I've unpackaged this so many times, and I feel like I could do a show on this every single week and still not exhausted. But every day of our lives, every circumstance, every situation is presenting us with the opportunity to choose fear or to choose love. When we choose fear, we allow offense, we allow toxicity, resentment, and things to nester and fester in our hearts, causing our hearts to be corrupted and causing there to be a clogging of our spiritual lives and the true essence of who we are. When we choose love, we embrace the power of forgiveness. We embrace the power of freedom and we embrace the power of fulfillment. Forgiveness is one of those concepts that a lot of people just don't understand. It requires a spiritual context to really get it. It is not just the absolution of a wrong done or an offense that was created, but forgiveness is the wiping away of that thing. And a fresh start and a new slate in whatever that situation is. And as you choose freedom, you embrace this life of – excuse me, as you choose forgiveness, you embrace this life of freedom, and you move into a dimension of life called fulfillment. There are a lot of people that are functioning in life, but they are not fulfilled. And they're not fulfilled because they have a fragmented soul, and they have a fragmented soul because they have allowed those toxicities to get in to corrupt their heart and to stop the flow of their life. And so we're talking about getting the nourishment of your soul that you need. And so we establish that you have to have your core values and principles. We've established how you have to reinforce your values and principles and create an environment that is conducive for that. You know, one of the things that people don't understand is that your environment determines the elevation or the expiration of your life. A lot of things we think are just magical and inspiration and motivation, but there's a lot of things that your climate, your environment – The temperature of the atmosphere of your life determines what you create. And so if these are your values and principles, but you're creating an environment that is the antithesis of what you say you want to create, it means that you are violating your personal constitution and spiritual contract. You're not living in congruency with the convictions and the principles that you have established for your life. And so this lets me know that there is an inner work that needs to take place in the soul of a person to get them to that place of where they need to be. So we talked about the values, we talked about the reinforcement, and then we have to talk about the maintenance of that thing. It's good to reinforce something, but then you have to maintenance because what we don't maintenance, we cannot maintain. And without maintenance, there is no maturity of our lives. There is no maturity of our potential and our purpose and the gifts that have been planted on the inside of us. So it's good to reinforce the convictions and the beliefs that we hold. But we have to maintenance that thing as well. How are you maintenancing your inner life? Are you taking the necessary time to steal away and to steal your spirit and to restore your soul and are you getting the proper rest? Are you eating the right diet? Are you getting enough sleep? Are you doing all of the necessary things that are going to keep you? In the best possible position to accomplish what you've been put on this earth to do. You only get one life. And so the only way you can fulfill your assignment is through your body. And that means that your body has to be at optimal Conditioning and capacity for you to fulfill that assignment. A lot of people die prematurely because they neglect the body. They think that the body is just theirs to do whatever they want to do with it, not realizing that your body makes you a vessel and an instrument. For some unique assignment in this earth, and so you have to take care of yourself. And so we're talking about nourishing your soul today. We've talked about your values and principles. We talked about reinforcement. Now we're talking about maintenance. How are you maintaining your soul and your spirit, your spiritual life? Um, do you give yourself checkups? Do you uh, talk about your mental health and your well-being? Where are you? Can you feel when your body is getting off? You know, I've talked on this podcast before about how I had a health scare some years ago. And, you know, I didn't know exactly what was going on at the time. It, 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 I know now that it was stress or other factors that contributed to it. But one of the things that I learned from that experience is I reset my life again. And let me say this, too. When a crisis uh, hit our lives, crisis is a prophetic announcement that a calibration needs to take place in your life. A lot of times we have crises and we have no consciousness of what needs to change, what needs to be adjusted, what needs to be corrected in our lives. So the purpose of crises is to bring calibration to your life. So when that happened, it brought calibration to me. It let me understand that stress was not good, overworking was not good, overthinking, overanalyzing, committing to too many things was not good. And it also taught me that our body has a voice. And if you will listen to your body, your body will tell you exactly what it needs. At that season, it was telling Janelle to slow down. It was telling Janelle to balance, to get some priorities together, to not stress about different things. Your body is always its telling us things. It's giving us signals. It's giving us cues. But a lot of times we miss it because, like I said, we're not – getting the message that crises and different things is trying to teach us in our lives. And so what is your body saying to you? Are you listening? Are you taking the time for your mental health? I cannot stress mental health enough. You know, I I think we have kind of, Consider this to be one of those taboo topics that we don't really discuss and talk about. But how are you doing? Are you checking up on yourself? How are you? Where are, where where is your mental state at? Where is your mental health? How are you doing emotionally? How are you doing spiritually? How are you doing relationally? How are you processing? the different things in your life, and how are you growing and evolving through those experiences? So we're talking about nourishing your soul today. I think this is a very important piece, and I say this because I believe that we live in a time where many people are consumed and worried about taking care of everyone else, but they are not taking care of themselves. And as the Uh, saying goes, you have to put on your own oxygen mask first. You're no help to anybody else when your health and other areas of your life are suffering because you are not doing the proper maintenance. And so just like we have to maintenance a vehicle to ensure that the vehicle runs at that optimal level of quality and excellence, you have to do maintenance on your spiritual life, your soul, your body, ensuring that you have what you need to walk out your destiny and to be everything that you were created and destined to be. One of the the most dangerous things you can do, and I've done it, so I'm not telling you something I don't know, is to get to a place of burnout in your life. Burnout wants to lead you to a breakdown. And so when burnout happens in your life, You need to pay attention. You need to put some safeguards in place, rest, reset, and get refocused on what it is that you need to do for your health and for your well being. And so, uh, this is my message for you this week. I want you to nourish your soul, don't get so caught up in this and that. And I'm saying that because. We're in the fourth quarter now, and as I often say, the fourth quarter of the game always determines who wins. We only have a few weeks left in this year, and we have so much that happens in these last few weeks. We go into the holiday season and the hustle and the bustle, so many things that we have the potential to get stressed out, overworked, burned out, and to break down. And so I'm giving you this talk now, To put things in perspective, breathe, whatever you need to do to reset yourself, get reset so that you are able to function at the level that you need to function at. I don't know if people realize how much your inner world impacts your outer world. And your outer world is often a reflection of the sickness that is taking place in your inner world. And if we can get your soul, Healthy, we can see your spiritual life vibrant and thriving and prospering to the level it was created and destined to prosper. This is what I know uh, to be true, and that is that your soul prosperity be, is, is the result of your spiritual preservation, and your spiritual preservation is the process and the result of um, the standards and the principles that you have put in place in your life. And so if we want soul prosperity, we want to prosper at the level and the magnitude we were created to prosper. We have to get our lives in order and we have to get clear about our priorities. I hope that something I've shared with you today will help you on your journey to success and reaching your full potential. Thank you so much for letting me spend this time with you today. I will see you again next time here on the Jamel Sanders Show. 18 plus.